1: Now, here is Gary Ray. Today is December 19th, 2017. Good morning and welcome to the American Heroes Network Radio. Joining me today, as always, is Lieutenant Colonel Bill Forbes, U.S. Army retired, former Deputy Secretary for the Maryland Department of Veterans Affairs, also past Department Commander for the DAV State of Maryland. Good morning, sir.
2: Good morning, Gary. It is always good to be with you.
1: All right. Well, we're going to be talking about... Quite a few things to this morning, but I just want uh, everyone to remember. If think, think back a couple a uh, couple months ago, we uh, were dealing with uh, Charles Johnson and also Andre uh, Andre Rush, who is the former White House chef. They actually uh, helped develop a company in order to help our veterans eat healthy by looking at food not only as something to consume but to use it as medicine called Combat food medic charles and andre wanted everyone to see a concept cookbook that they've been working on for the last couple of months that they want to call the patriot cookbook showcasing everyday patriot pardon me all right uh, showing the the uh, patriot cookbooks actually showing us how we can all get involved now this would be, also include any family friends or just people who want to participate what they have discovered from holistic practitioners is amazing and what they want you to learn from them is really amazing also we hope that you can teach as many people as possible how to look at food as a medicine then they may be able to heal themselves without excessive amounts of chemical pharmaceuticals they will also be sneaking in a signature recipe, and some healthy tidbits along with the words of wisdom. So here's your chance to be part of history and become a patriot. Look over the sample booklet that Charles will email, at you, email you at your request and let them know that you want to be part of this. Email your request to charles.f, as in Frank, dot Johnson, the number one, at outlook.com. That's charles.f. Dot Johnson, number one, at outlook dot com. Now, Bill, you—I know you always have some dynamite um, uh, news for us. What's going on out there?
2: Yes, it is. It can be explosive sometime, uh, Gary. That's how dynamite it is. <laughs> and you know, uh, uh, we have uh, emphasized the importance of suicide prevention suicide awareness uh... and i think uh, you know that's going to continue to be with us so here's an approach that the uh... u.s department of veterans affairs is embarking on now it's it's inviting uh, seven cities to participate in what they call the mayor's challenge and the um, secretary for veterans affairs uh... david shulkin that he's pleased to be partnering with uh, another organization that uh, that's involved in, uh, in, in helping uh, 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 veterans with suicides, with suicides in general. And this is the Substance Abuse and Mental Health Services Administration that's known uh, by the acronym of SAMHSA. And uh, it's a challenge here to, uh, to deal with this uh, suicide uh, concern of which, you know, the VA uh, continues to talk about 20 suicides a day and how uh, can we work towards uh, improving this. So um, it, they're asking for cities to participate in this program that the, the VA and SAMHSA is embarking on. It uh, will be seven cities, and uh, they will announce the selection of these cities, as they say, in uh, mid September. And then from that time on, after they've announced that, uh, the cities will meet March 14th through 16 in uh, Washington, D.C., to develop strategic action plans to implement uh, in their communities. The teams will include collaborative groups of community, municipal, military, and other stakeholders. So, uh, Gary, uh, this is another approach. We hope that uh, it will have an impact, because suicides uh, uh, need to be reduced, even better uh, eliminated if possible.
1: Right. And it has to be everybody involved, not just 21 states.
2: Yeah, absolutely. And we know from going back, and I guess that was 2012, uh, when the VA reported uh, uh, about the uh, alarming increases in suicides, we only had uh, 21 states out of the 50 to provide their statistics in the states which has the most populous uh, uh, veterans population, California, Texas, and Florida, didn't mm-hmm. report.
1: That's right. That's right. That's so pretty well, sad.
2: <laughs> yeah. We'll look for some positive results out of that. The next thing, Gary, uh, you know, uh, we're back to uh, 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 the Choice Program, which allows our veterans to be able to uh, 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 not have to go through the long waits and be able to be served by private physicians in their in their in their communities. Uh, the emphasis here again is on money. You know, there's a, there's a continuing resolution. I think that ends this week, and uh, as of this point right now, the funding still is not. Uh, Clarified, and uh, Secretary of Veterans Affairs says he's very much concerned about, uh, you know, the funds uh, being uh, exhausted. So we're hoping that uh, something will come about and uh, work this out. They've been working out it. They're working at it on a piecemeal basis, but we need something that's uh, more of a prolonged approach. That uh, we know that there'll be a steady stream to assist our men and wo- women who serve the country and need medical help.
1: All right. Well, I hope it I hope it works out. It really does. You know, I'm using it, as a matter of fact, and you know that, Bill.
2: Absolutely.
1: Uh, it's been working. So, uh, so. It,
2: it, it, it works when the, when the funding is there.
1: Right. Exactly. Exactly. Well, what we're going to do, we're going to go ahead, and Bill, why don't you introduce our guest?
2: Well, uh, uh Gary, we, we are indeed uh, uh, honored to have uh, Jay Waldo with us today. Jay is the co-founder and warrior relations chief uh, for his organization, uh, which is Warrior Ascent. Jay is a 29-year-old Missouri native currently residing in uh, Kansas City, Jay served as a combat engineer in the Army National Guard from 2005-2011. spent a year in uh, Iraq and Baghdad, 2007-2008. Uh, uh, were deployed with his uh, unit there. In 2014, Jay and his former platoon medic, Adam Majors teamed up to start the Warriors Hope Project. And this was a blog where they interviewed veterans and wrote articles exploring how veterans who had experienced the horrors of war were able to come out with inspirational success stories. Now, uh, Jay and um, and uh, Adam uh, wanted to do more than just write about it, so they began looking for ways to act on what they were learning from the older, wiser vets that they were interviewing. In November of 2015, after three years of fine-tuning, they landed on the current curriculum for Warriors asset. Jay now uh, serves as the Warrior Relations Chief Processing and Scheduling Applicants and Continuing Follow-Up Projects with Warrior's Ascent, Vibrant Alumni Base. Jay Waldo, welcome to the American Heroes Network. Welcome, Jay. Hey, thanks, Bill, for the introduction, and thank you, Gary, for having
3: me. I'm very excited to be here.
1: All right. Well, before we get started, uh, we're going to go ahead and take a quick break. That way we can come back and spend a little more time. You're listening to the American Heroes Network Radio, powered by Voice America on the Variety Channel. And we'll be right back.
0: If you want to find out more about us or to contact us with questions or comments about the show, please send an email to American Heroes Network at gmail.com. That's American Heroes Network at gmail.com.
1: Now, back to our program. Welcome back. We're here with uh, Jay Waldo. And, sir, it sounds like you have a pretty good, uh, a very good organization. And, and I want to find out what makes you a little bit different than the rest of them.
3: Sure. So there's a, there's a few different things that make us different than other organizations. Uh, I would say one of the main ones, first of all, is, is the community. Um, we've just, you know, once people go through the class, which is a... Five day five day course, which I'm sure I'll explain a little later on in the program. Um, But a five day a five day retreat style course that we hold here in Kansas City, Um, and that is the bulk of our program. But once you've gone through this um, with your class of about ten to fifteen people, um, then afterwards you become part of the alumni community, um, which then has all kinds of opportunities for follow up, um, aftercare, all kinds of things like that. Um, You know, we'll have opportunities to come back as a mentor in future classes, Um, once you've gone through a mentor training class, a a little class that we do to make sure that everyone's got the proper skills that they need and everything in order to be able to help later on. Um, and so you can help out as a mentor in later classes. Um, you can come back to alumni dinners, which we will do during every class on Thursday nights. We'll have a big, um, we'll have a big, huge barbecue made by all the alumni and served by the alumni to the people who are currently going through. So you get a chance to meet everyone and really become part of the community. And then we'll have monthly meetings here in Kansas City. Um, besides our regular five-day course. Mm-hmm. um we'll have meetings once a month that are just opportunities for people to get together on a Thursday night for uh 3 hours and just do some mindfulness practices, which is some of the some of the healing that we incorporate here at Warriors Ascent, um, as well as talking on some Warriors Ascent themes with um, with some of our therapists or uh, or yoga instructors or someone along those lines who's there to help out with those classes. And so, just a really tight knit community. Everyone stays in touch with each other on Facebook. Um, and as far as alumni participation after our program, um, it's one of the best that I've ever seen. We have an absolutely vibrant alumni community. Um, but then besides that i would also say approach um you know our approach is a is a holistic one um which is you know we view it as a as as supplemental healing on top of whatever healing you know we would never ask anyone to to um, to get off their medication or to stop seeing their counselor or anything like that because right. we, we encourage those things 100%. You know, if you need to be on medication, then you need to be on medication to help keep you stable. Um, you know, continue to see your therapist, continue to do your work that you're doing at the VA if you do that. Um, but then what we do is offer some tools that you can do on your own, some things like um, things so we focus on the mind, body, and soul. There are our three main Three main areas. Um, mind's talking about the brain. We're talking about what happens physically and physiologically to the brain whenever it's repeatedly exposed to trauma, um, which a lot of people don't understand that, but there actually are physiological changes. There's chemical imbalances that come into the brain. There are parts that become larger, there are parts that become smaller, um, parts that become more and less active, and it really throws off the the natural balance that's supposed to be in the human brain whenever you're repeatedly exposed to traumatic situations. Um, and so we teach about that. We teach about mindfulness practices. We teach about what that does to the brain, how that helps um, sort of fix the physiological issues that are happening in, in the brain. Um, and then for the body, we'll talk about nutrition, you know, how, how what you eat will help. I, I think I heard you talking with um, with Bill about that earlier, a little bit about the importance of nutrition, which people mm-hmm. don't understand that, but that's, that's vital a lot. So one of the things that makes you really feel good and really, uh, have a sense of well-being in your life is serotonin. Um, and a lot of people, that's a, it's a chemical. And so people kind of assume that it's made in the brain and excreted into the body. Well, it's 98% of your serotonin in your body comes from your stomach and the food that you eat directly impacts the amount of serotonin levels that your body is able to produce. And so what you're eating is literally, um, you, I think I heard you even use the quote earlier, let your food be your medicine and your medicine be your food. Um, Excellent quote, and we use that we use that quote all the time, um, and we agree with that concept that what you eat will really, really change the way that you feel in life. Um, and then not only just with nutrition, but we'll also talk a little bit just about um, some functional fitness, and we'll talk about psychosomatic symptoms. Um, so to explain to the listeners, a psychosomatic symptom is something that is a physical manifestation of something that's happening to you on a mental or emotional level. So. Uh, An example would be a stress headache. That's one of the easiest examples. A stress headache. um, Some people get short sore uh, soreness in between their shoulder blades or their back. Um, Some people get irritable bowel syndrome, IBS. Um, You know that comes whenever a lot of times whenever people are very nervous. Um, So these are all like emotional, mental things that are manifesting themselves in a physical way that's causing problems. Um, and so we talk about psychosomatic symptoms, what they are, and then what you can do to help with those. Um, so that also is where, you know, nutrition comes in. As we talk about, a lot about yoga with psychosomatic symptoms also. Um, and then also sort of doing, um, that like, sort of like lacrosse ball therapy. If you've ever seen like at CrossFit gyms, people will use lacrosse balls to sort of massage out, um, uh, different areas that hold intense stress in the body, um, and so, you know, there's, there's different spots on your shoulder blades, um, you know, um, underneath your armpit. There's just different spots that hold a lot of stress, the bottom of your feet. Um, and so you use this lacrosse ball to sort of um, to push, out, to push out all the stress and to sort of give yourself a massage without having to go see a masseuse. Um, so we do a little bit of that. And then the soul is our last thing. We focus on the mind, body, and soul. So when we talk about the soul, we're talking about the psyche, um, which, so the actual Greek word, the, the, Greek, uh, the Greek word psyche actually means soul. A lot of people think that means mind, um, but we talk about the soul, and so we're talking about psychology and the psyche and what happens to you whenever you're repeatedly exposed to trauma on a psychic level, um, which is where we talk about, that's when we'll start talking about psychology. That's uh, Carl Jung is sort of, we take a Jungian approach. Um, and so that's when we'll talk a lot about archetypes. Um, so... Um, the hero's journey being one of the main archetypal patterns that we, that we talk about during our program. Um, and that's sort of a mindset change. So what the hero's journey is, is the idea that terrible things have happened to you all your, all your life and through your military experiences. And we have first responders in our program also. So police, fire and EMS, um, will come through as well. And, um, we will, um, I'm sorry. Where was I going with that? Talking about um, talking about the soul. Um, So the in depth approach. So yeah. So you go through. You're doing your job as first responder or veteran or whatever, and you experience all of these traumas. Um, There's a couple different ways you can look at it. You can look at it as a victim, or you can look at it as you're the author of your own story. You're the hero of your own story, Um, and that will completely change the way that you. That you react to it, and so the hero's journey is an archetypal pattern where someone is taken away from their home, goes through terrible experiences, has helpers. Sort of, so an archetypal character would be um, would be like if you're if you're out on your own life journey and you have someone who's an old wise man who mentors you, um, and you know teaches you, trains you to go into battle, um, trains you how to how to take care of yourself once you're out of battle, and all of this stuff. That old wise man would be an archetypal character. It's something that you would see in every single story um, from the beginning of mankind. All of you know all of the biggest hits that we see in the movies and things like that that we watch in our culture. Lord of the Rings, Harry Potter, um, you know the Marvel movies, and all of this are filled with archetypal characters: warriors, wise old men, wise old women, um, young children on the cusp of manhood or womanhood. Um, and so we'll teach about these, and we'll teach for people how to look out for these symbols in their own lives um, and use this to sort of shift the mindset from being, okay, I'm a victim who's had a lot of terrible things happen to me, and that makes it to where my life is this is this terrible train wreck, to, all right, I've had all these terrible things happen to me, but what happened to... Um, what happened to Frodo in Lord of the Rings whenever he had all those terrible things happening to him is that he continued to go, and then he saved the kingdom, and then he returned home and lived a full and happy life and brought, um, you know, brought healing back to his community instead of allowing it to um, be destroyed. And so instead of being the victim because of all the terrible things that happened to him, he ends up becoming the hero and getting something better out of this. Um, so that's that's sort of the soul idea, and we'll talk about symbols, we talk a lot about mythology, we tell a lot of myths at Warriors Ascent that come from, um, indigenous warrior cultures from all across the world, all across time, um, and we will dive into these stories, tell them, and talk a lot about what they're about and, you know, how it interacts with our life, um, things like that, and so very, very interesting, very fun, stimulating conversation that happens when we get into the soul section, um... But that's a general rundown of our approach using the mind, body, and soul, and just Uh focusing on holistic, natural ways to approach the healing in each of those areas.
1: That's phenomenal. Bill?
2: Well, uh, Jay, you know, I'm at your website right now, and uh, I I tell you it's so important. One of the things that I picked up uh, right away of this all-inclusive approach uh, to dealing what I, uh, with what I, uh, called, uh, the stress, uh, uh, from, uh, working and exposure to critical incidents and being on the battlefield. And, uh, I think we have to realize that, uh, the conditions of stress and even post-traumatic stress, uh, it doesn't always, uh, 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 mean that you've uh, been in war. Uh, yesterday, Uh, this tragic uh, crane train accident out in Washington State when the uh, conductor was reporting what had happened uh, and making his 911 call I could hear and feel the stress uh, in his voice when he was providing the information as to what uh, had, had occurred and what he was faced with so um, this, this is something on both ends of the spectrum, whether you are in combat or you are dealing with a natural disaster, a terrorist uh, incident, or a major accident, such as the train derailment yesterday. And I think that, uh, this approach that you have uh, applies to all of those circumstances. Would you agree?
3: Oh, I certainly agree with that, and that is part of the reason why we are so inclusive, and why we really have to have wanted to reach out to um, not only veterans but also to first responders, your police and fire and EMS, and often we'll have one civilian also, um, and that's for exactly what you talked about: is that you don't have to go to war to experience these traumas. Um, so one demographic that we've had that has started to come through warriors ascent are emergency room nurses um, some people wouldn't consider them a first responder um, but that is a that's a field where people don't really think about that very often but think about an emergency room situation think about what it's like in the back of an ambulance um, and this is what these people do every single day for their job and so it is people people are traumatized um, and a lot of other instances besides just war. Some people have post traumatic stress because they didn't go to war and their unit did and things happened to their unit while they were there. And so they experience this moral injury um, because of a feeling of guilt for not having de- deployed. Um, and so there's a lot of different ways to be traumatized, and and we really like to be inclusive in order in order that people understand that. If you have a civilian come through the program, and you have a bunch of veterans and first responders who have been in combat and seen, um, you know, terrible, um, bloody scenes and things like that, and then you have a civilian who has never been in a first responder like situation, but they're sharing their stories of their life. What, what ends up happening is that the veterans and first responders end up discovering that civilians have just as dynamic of a life as, as we vets and first responders do, and that everyone goes through ups and downs. Everyone has traumatic incidences, and it helps take away that feeling of separation that a lot of us feel. Um, I know whenever I first got back from Iraq and started going to college, I felt very different than the other college students, even though I wasn't that much older than them. And that was only in my own head. I thought that it was, I thought that the fact that I had gone to Iraq and seen combat um, made it to where I somehow had a more mature life perspective than the rest of these kids did. And maybe in some ways that's, there was a little bit of truth to that, but also it was something that I used to separate and isolate myself. Um, and having a civilian come through Warrior's Ascent really helps our vets and our first responders um, sort of get to see that that they're not alone.
1: All right. Well, we're going to go ahead and take a break, but before we do, I want to let everybody know that for the first time in six years, Bill and I are taking off for two weeks. <laughs> we've never. We've never took off for a holiday yet and six years and we're and we're going to do it so our first show, this is our last show for 2017 and our first show for 2018 will be January 9th now if your organization would like to be considered for our first show for 2018 drop us an email you never know what can happen so you're listening to the American Heroes Network Radio, powered by Voice America on the Variety Channel and we'll be right back
4: Leadership issues are discussed each week on VoltCast, Illuminating Leadership with host Jeff Smith. Jeff has years of experience as a leader and executive coach, and his guests will bring you information that can help a team of any size. Listen every Tuesday at 1 p.m. Eastern Time, 10 a.m. Pacific on Voice America Variety. For those corporations or organizations who wish to support our veterans, sponsoring and promotion on the American Heroes Network has never been easier. Or smarter as the only network focused to specifically reach the military and veteran population globally. For more information, email us at SponsorInfo at AmericanHeroesNetwork.com.
0: Streaming live. The leader in Internet talk radio. VoiceAmerica.com. you are tuned in to American heroes network. If you want to find out more about us or to contact us with questions or comments about the show, please send an email to American heroes network at gmail.com. That's American heroes network at gmail.com. Now back to our program.
1: Welcome back. We're here with our guest Jay Waldo and Bill, you had a question?
2: Well, a, a comment for us, uh, Gary is, you okay. know, last week, uh, and uh in our broadcast our lead story was a we talked about a veteran with post traumatic stress and a caregiver's wife was surprised with a brand new SUV at the Army Navy game and uh you know uh, as as Jay was explaining about uh, this uh you know all inclusive approach with dealing with uh, first responders and with those of us uh who've served in the military uh, it reminded me of that, that, that's that story last week. And, uh, I suspect that, uh, Jay, you've, you've got other, uh, situations like that where veterans and first responders who are, uh, in the family household. But, uh, this, this story, uh, uh, with, with, uh, uh, Brian is, is I recall. I mean, he had been in Iraq and, uh, had seen a whole lot of things that affected him, and that we, he was still holding on to a lot of that when he got back, and it was through his wife, I guess, who uh, encouraged him to become a part of your program.
3: Yes, I, I believe uh, the, the Moores are an um, absolutely amazing family, and it was great to see them be honored at the Army Navy game. Uh, they've also come up with, a, with their own nonprofit, which I believe is caregivers on the home front. Um, and that is uh, that will be that will be them helping um, give information and um, and resources to families of veterans, um, which is which is absolutely wonderful. And it was it was I, I believe that um, you know Brian had been seeking treatment in a couple different forms. Um, Sean uh, Sean I think was the one who discovered Warrior's Descent, Who is his wife? She encouraged him to come through and. He came through. It might have been our our second class that we ever had. He came through in one of the very early classes, um, but has been just a vital part of the community ever since. She went in not long after him, and so their husband and wife combo—him being a combat veteran, her being a first responder—and and and them just really going through and sort of becoming a power team in Warriors Ascent. And there, there are certainly others. We have. We've got, we've got a couple different veterans and police officers who have gone through and then their wives have gone through as well. Um, that's, it's really one of the interesting things that I've learned through Warrior's Ascent is the sort of um, secondary traumatization that happens to the families of someone who's got post-traumatic stress if there's a veteran or a first responder or anyone who who is acting out the symptoms of post traumatic stress that's traumatizing to the people around them especially if it's uh, if it's their wife and their children and sometimes they're coming through as violent or aggressive or um, or overly angry and hypersensitive and all of this stuff um, then it's not only affecting them, but it's affecting the people around them. And so, you know, there have been cases where we've had a police officer who was also a Marine veteran who came through um, and loved it so much that he really, really wanted his wife to get the chance to come through also, um, because of everything that she had experienced living with him, and she was a nurse as well. And so. We were able to um, get her in. Which sometimes we'll have a civilian come in, even if they're not an emergency room nurse or a um, or an, you know, technically a first responder. Um, Just so, just so that thing that we were talking about earlier, so people can see that everyone's got dynamic lives and everyone goes through um, through dynamic experiences. Um, But but it does. It's you see you see how much it helps the family and. You hear from the family that they want more of this, like civilians civilians want a program that 's a warrior 's ascent for civilians, and they should have one too, you know. Um. We have to stick to our demographic and serve, for the most part, veterans. Um, You know, we have a majority of veterans who come through the program, but um, because we believe that this work is so important for everyone, we really want to have as many people come through as possible just because everyone needs it. Um, But I hope some people take the torch and expand this in other areas, Um, you know, to offer this to civilians, to offer this to more, um, you know, school teachers. How amazing would that be if we had, you know, school teachers from urban schools come out um, who have who have who have um, been traumatized because of because of just some of the things that they've seen with children being neglected and um, fights at school and the constant stress of um, having to pass children, of having to get children to pass your classes and um, you know this is work that could that could be
2: used for everyone
3: and so we really want to be able to share it.
2: Absolutely, and Jay. You know, uh one of the things that's most impressive on your website uh where it's uh discussion here uh or informing about the Academy of Healing that you operate there. So tell us tell our listening audience a little bit about the class size, the duration, and what uh kind of bird's eye view of what goes on uh, at the Academy of Healing. Sure. Sure. Thanks, Bill. That, uh, the, the Academy of Healing
3: is sort of the bread and butter of Warriors Ascent. That's, our, that's the main service that we have to offer. And what it is is it's a five-day program. Um, it'll be a Monday through Friday every time we do it. And it's in Kansas City, Missouri, so far, is the only place that we've held any Warriors Ascent classes. Um, we actually have a place. It's Parkville, Missouri, so just outside of Kansas City, but Kansas City, greater area. Um, so we'll go out to Parkville. Spend the entire five days out there. It's um it's sort of at a it's at a summer camp for kids. So we don't operate in June and July because that's when they're at peak season. Um, but we'll use their facilities, which is this beautiful area out in the country, um, with very nice facilities. We go out there, um, stay the entire time. We start Monday at ten thirty in the morning, and get done Friday at about one p.m. Um, you're out there sleeping out there, eating out there the entire time. Um, all of that, and. Basically, from Monday through Friday, it's five days of what right looks like. Um, I sort of described our approach—the mind, body, soul approach—but um, to go into a little more detail on what that looks like, as far as the actual five-day course is, you'll usually wake up um, seven thirty in the morning. Start off with um, start off with a mindfulness practice. We'll do yoga every day in the morning. We have a great yoga instructor um, for the. For our female classes, we have Essie Titus, who is a Casey FD, um, fire department, um, and she is also a yoga instructor, and so she does a lot of work with the fire department, but also has been part of Warriors since the very beginning, since the inception. She was there for some of the planning, um, through, for some of the planning meetings that we had before we were even a program. Um, and then we've got Carrie, who is, uh, um, Carrie Stewart, who is a desert storm era um Air Force veteran and also a yoga instructor. So Trauma Informed Yoga Care um, does an excellent job with our male classes. Um so we'll start out every day with yoga, go for about an hour of yoga Go straight from there into breakfast, and then we get started with our day's activities, which will be um, just a myriad of different things, focusing on the mind, body, and soul. So, whether it's a class learning about the brain chemistry, we'll we'll have an entire class that's devoted to learning about some of the different parts of the brain that are affected by. Trauma. So you'll learn about the limbic system and the frontal lobe and the prefrontal cortex and the uh, anterior cingulate and the amygdala and the hippocampus and what's happening to all of these parts of the brain uh, with repeated trauma. And so some of it's going to be a class like that where you're looking at diagrams of the brain. Um, then there will be other parts that might be um, going outside to walk a labyrinth. A labyrinth is sort of an ancient meditative practice um, that sort of looks like a maze, but it's not a maze. You just follow the path. Um, and it's just windy. It's one way in, one way out, and it's sort of a walking meditation that's really, really powerful um, when used in the right context. And so some of it will be stuff like that. We've got a ropes course that we go out um, to do some sort of symbolic stuff that that deals with the body and healing and also with the soul and healing um, because it's using a lot of symbolism and a lot of metaphor. Um, You know, then we're also... We're also, um, there will be times that we'll be uh, out in a meditation garden meditating. There will be times that we're doing group relational activities um, where where people are coming together into teams and learning how to better communicate with each other and doing activities, practicing that. And so really just five days of going through the mind, body, and soul, how it's affected by trauma, what we can do to work on it. And Myriad of different instructors. Um, let's see. I've got their list right here, but you'll be feeling tons of different faces throughout the week. Um, we've got Walt Disney, who is really our main program director, um, former Navy SEAL. Yes, he's a former Navy SEAL. whose name is Walt Disney. Um, <laughs> and he right. is a licensed clinical marriage and family therapist in Kansas City. Uh, was in the Navy SEALs for 13 years, served as an instructor for a while on the SEAL teams. Uh, just a really amazing person, great person to have as our program director. Um, and then we've got um uh, my mother who is the program director for the women um her name is Dr. Susan Waldo PhD in psychology um her connection to veterans and first responders is that her father was a um Korean War and Vietnam War vet um, injured injured twice in combat um and displayed a lot of the characteristics of PTSD which my mother had to grow up with and then, of course, she also had me as well, who went into combat, and so she 's got a very close connection to post traumatic stress and the work this this work that we do um, we 've got Ken Howard, who is a uh, i believe he 's a licensed marriage and family therapist as well, and an army veteran. He was a medic in the army um, we 've got David Strabla who is a uh, who is a licensed social worker, a licensed clinical social worker. Um, he's one of our guys who comes out and talks a lot about our Jungian um, sort of mythology and symbolism and the hero's journey that I was talking about earlier and stuff like that. A lot of the Jungian metaphorical, um, symbolic, and mythical aspects of the program is, is David Strabla. Um, then we've got Anthony Medonia, who owns a CrossFit gym and, um, and is highly qualified with nutrition and everything like that. And so he's our guy who comes in and teaches about nutrition and about um, trigger point therapy and functional fitness and things like that. Um, very, very interesting, awesome guy to talk to and listen to. Um, and then... I believe that covers it for our instructors. Me and me and the executive director, Mike Kinney, are out there pretty often throughout the week, but more as a supportive role. Um, you know, we're there just to help with the logistics and behind the scenes and sort of put everything together. It's interesting because I'm one of the co-founders of this program, but I really don't. I, I teach meditation, so I teach people how to meditate on day one, but besides that, I really, I would come out and I helped, and I'm a supportive role, and I let the professionals, um, which, you know, I just went through all of them, um, really highly qualified professional people with their hearts in it because they have a deep connection to this work that they do. Um, and so we let the professionals teach in their, areas of, uh, in their areas of study.
1: All right, Jay. We're going to take a quick break. You're listening to the American Heroes Network Radio, powered by Voice America and the Variety Channel, and we'll be right back.
0: stimulating talk gets those synapses in the brain firing really fast all the time the number one internet talk station where your opinion counts VoiceAmerica.com. you are tuned in to american heroes network if you want to find out more about us or to contact us with questions or comments about the show, please send an email to American Heroes Network at gmail.com. That's American Heroes Network at gmail.com. Now, back to our program.
1: Welcome back. We're here with our guest, Jay Waldo. And, Jay, I'd like to ask a question about your referral systems. How does that work with other organizations?
3: Well, really, we have just we, our referral system is one of our strongest things, I think, because it helps us help our veterans in ways that we can't. One of the things that I really love about Warriors Ascent is that we really stick to our, our our core mission, which is the Academy of Healing—that five-day course um, committed to the mental and emotional health of our veterans and first responders—and we do a great job of really sticking to that. But we understand that our demographic, um, our demographic that we cater to. Needs more than just that. They need, you know, there are, there are other things that are needed out there. People need legal help, financial help. Um, people need opportunities to people need more opportunities than what we can offer them to get out and be active and to um, and to serve the community in different ways. And so, one of the things that we've that we've done is we've started to reach out to different communities, um, sort of as well as them reaching out to us. Um, just as we hear about them and partner with them in whatever way we can. Um, so one of them is Veterans Airlift Command. That's one of my favorites. So a lot of people have trouble getting to classes. We are we're 100% free. We've got a great fundraising team that makes it to where no one has to pay anything to get through this program. Everyone gets the services for free. Um, that includes food, lodging, everything. But um, they still have to pay to get here. So if someone from Washington wants to come to Kansas City, Missouri, um, and it's 100% free. They can get here, except that they just can't afford that plane ticket to get there and back. Um, we now have Veterans Airlift Command as well as Angel Angel Airlines, um, but really Veterans Airlift Command is the main one that we've used a lot, just because they've been. You know, we haven't needed to go anywhere else besides them. Um, But what they'll do is they'll send a pilot out who's got their own Cessna or something like that. They've got their own private plane, and they love flying and they love helping veterans. And so they're on this on-call list, and they'll hear that some veteran needs to go somewhere, and so they'll fly to the airport. Pick them up, fly them to wherever they need to go. Personally, a lot of times with them being the only passenger in the plane with them, uh, so a lot of times they'll be wearing the headset and helping fly up front, or you know, sitting in an awesome lounge chair in first class in the back, or something like that. Um, But they'll have this great experience, and then also be able to get to Warriors' ascent for free and get back home for free. Um, So that's one of them. But then, um, you know, for for after afterwards, we've got an organization courage beyond. Um, that's free therapy outside of the VA for veterans. If uh, if they can't find a therapist at the VA that they like, um, then this will provide them a free therapist for an indefinite amount of time. Um, safe Call. Safe Call refers people to us. Um, they're they're a program that first responders will call out to whenever they're having um, traumatic issues, whenever they're having mental issues. It's sort of a um, sort of a suicide hotline for police. And so, whenever they talk to someone, they will refer people to us as well. Um, we've got um, United Way two one one, which helps with legal and financial. We've we've partnered with vet centers and the VFW um, Wounded Warrior Project. Their odysseys are very similar to what we do. The Wounded Warrior Project Odyssey is a five day course um, that deals much more with the physical aspects of healing and um, you know overcoming physical feats to show that you're still strong and that you're still able to accomplish great, great tasks and things like that, despite your injuries, whether they're physical or mental. And really, really great program that is, is different than Warrior's Ascent, but it's similar also. And so if someone, you know, what we're trying to do is get it to where if someone goes through an odyssey, they get the information for Warrior's Ascent while they're there, and vice versa. So that way we can refer people to each other. You know, if, they, if you've got Warrior's Ascent and you really, really liked it, Check out Odyssey. If you really like Odyssey and you haven't been to Warrior's Ascent, check out Warrior's Ascent. Um, so we've really created good warriors, uh, a good system with a lot of them, Some Equine Ones, Horses for Heroes, um, Project Healing Waters. is a fly fishing organization that we refer people to. Um, and then Vision Pursue is an app that we have all our veterans use, um, or not, not our veterans, but all our alumni use in general. Um, and that's sort of a, it's a lifestyle app. It's a great, great app started by a former NFL player who um, just wanted, it's sort of like one of those Fitbits where you record everything that you do throughout the day and see what has made you happier, you know, what days you, you know, what you eat that day, what activities you did that day, and then how you're feeling and stuff like that. Um, so it's sort of a personal log as well as being full of great mindfulness tips, um, great activities, um, and just great information in general. Um, so that's, yeah, that's sort of our referral system, and it's ever-growing, ever-growing.
1: All right, Jay. How did, uh, What's your URL? Uh,
3: the URL is simple. It is www.warriorsascent.org, and that's warriors uh, plural, no apostrophes or anything, but just www.warriorsascent.org.
1: All right. If they want to learn more, how can they get in touch with anyone there to talk to?
3: Yeah, if you go to the website, you'll find all of our information. We have a Contact Us page. Um, now we also have a phone number that you can call. That would be uh, area code 816-800-9276. Um, and then we have a, for general inquiries, we have an email info at dot org. And so that's, that's our basic information. But really, as, as far as looking up information, the best way to do it is to go to the website. It's a great website full of information uh, made by one of our alumni, Justin Hoover, who has now started to, uh, to have a great working relationship with us in a lot of different aspects, but um, definitely in the media area for sure.
1: All right. Well, we only do have a couple minutes left, and it was a pleasure having you on our show, Jay. And what would you like to share with our listeners in closing? You have about I two think minutes. the biggest,
3: biggest thing that I would like to share with the listeners in closing is that um, it's, it's, it is okay to, it's okay to ask for help. It's okay to be hurting um, and that you're not alone. It's, a lot of times what I did to myself for a long time before I really started reaching out for help is I sort of isolated myself and created this story in my head that I was the only person in the world going through what I'm going through. And it just took a long time. You talk to Vietnam vets who come through Warrior's Ascent, and what they'll say every time is, don't wait 40, 50, 60 years to do this. Um, do, do this now whenever you're young, because you don't want to look back. You don't want to be 65, 70 years old and start these practices, and then all of a sudden start feeling light and free and happy and joyful. And then... Realize that you just missed your whole life since you were 20 years old not having that feeling because you were too afraid to reach out. And so just reach out for the help if you need to. We're here for you. Um, we have unconditional positive regard, um, and, and we want you to get better.
1: All right. Well, I would appreciate it. And, again, as, you, as you're growing, uh, definitely keep in contact with us when we have you back on the show. Okay?
3: Thank you very much, Gary. I would love that.
1: Yeah. Now, if you missed any of our live shows, all our shows are archived on demand 24-7, and you can hear all our archive shows right from your phone. And remember, spotlight and promote the best available information adventures to America's veterans and their families anytime, anywhere, and on any mobile device. Thanks for joining us today, and we'll see you January 9th for our first show of 2018. Be safe, and we'll talk to you then. Thank you.
0: and with breathe red, white, and blue. We're America, you're.